Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name. And we're still here. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, it's Daniel Smooth, host of Tide to BS. Being a part of Belly Up brings along some cool stuff and partners to join our crazy journey, that's for sure. Like Manscaped, for instance. Finally, a way to delicately clean and trim your fremundas without cutting them. Because that'll hurt like hell. Use the promo code BellyUpFantasy at Manscaped.com for 20% off your next order. That's BellyUpFantasy in all caps at Manscaped.com. It's time to BS. Hi. How's it going? It's been a while. Uh, It's been... Two months since the last time we spoke. Um, how you doing? What's new? What's changed? Uh, I literally just hit record and see where this goes here. I got coffee here. It's 9.30 at night. And I should be drinking. But I'm not because I'm trying to make good fucking choices. Fuck. It's fine. I miss doing this. I miss doing this podcast that brings me joy and happiness. It does. It brings me life and delightfulness. Or I don't even know if that's a word, but it's, it is a word now, motherfuckers. Uh, anyway, how's it going? Name's Daniel Smooth. We used to know each other. Uh, doing this show for a few years, so. Oh God, that is hot and aggressive. Oh my God, Jesus! It's like my track record of people I used to talk to. Hot and aggressive. Not true. <laughs> anyway. How's it going? It's Daniel Smooth. This is Time to BS with Daniel Smooth, a show I like to do called a podcast. You know, I like to have fun on these things where I uh, just ramble and stuff. Okay, fine, fine. I'll talk. I'll talk. What's been going on? Yes, it has been two months. I have done nothing. I have not posted on any of the... You know, time to BS accounts being Instagram and Twitter. It's called X now, apparently, um, which is weird, but I I don't know why. I mean, 
I guess take the L, Elon. I mean, I guess. Um. Anyway, yes, it's 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 been a while. Um. So two months ago, uh, I set out to do. Uh, a goal or a challenge for myself that has not gone to plan. Uh, I hit what many would call a mental wall. So, yeah, I just ceased operations on literally everything. Uh, The gym, podcasting, uh, basically the two things I love to fucking do the most the gym and podcasting and it's been uh, nothing literally I for two months I probably just ate drank a little bit and scroll through stupid videos on TikTok and YouTube for hours a day yeah it wasn't fun didn't have a good time so Got my whole apartment cleaned up. It's nice. It's nice. Things have been uh, going good, so uh, I did not want to do this. Part of me really did not want to fucking do this, and that is record this podcast. But it is something I love to fucking do. It brings me joy, so I hope that doing this and just... Pressing that button that says record uh, will allow me to get myself back into the groove. So, yeah, it two months of doing fuck nothing, literally nothing. It's terrible. Uh, when I do nothing, I feel nothing. It's awful. Yeah, I don't like being not productive. Outside of, you know, my job. My actual day job. God, that's fucking hot. That's going to be good as iced coffee in the morning. But. A lot has happened in the world of sports and pop culture. Fuck not. um, That I would like to talk about. But I hope... For the sake of the future of this podcast, I would hope that I do this more and less at the same time, if you know what I mean. So, yeah, I had a plan to work out, go and exercise like a motherfucker and a half. Uh, That hasn't gone well. Uh, It's hit a wall. I had plans to you know, bring a second show into that. I did one episode and stopped. Yeah, that wasn't fun. Um, I've been antisocial, to say the least. But, yeah, I, I hope to do this a lot more because this is fun. Doing this and sitting in front of this little thing called a microphone um, and burning and bringing this audio to you will allow me to bring myself more joy because I love that shit it does it, it makes me happy 
So, that being fucking said, what the hell has happened the last two months? Uh, I'll, well, I mentioned a lot this happened in the personal realm of things. Um, so, SummerSlam happened in WWE, World Wrestling Entertainment. They should just rename it to World Wrestling, back to the World Wrestling Federation at this point. Like, it was a lot better that way. Me personally, at least. Um, I, I did watch most of SummerSlam, if not all of it. And, uh, I'm not gonna lie, it's, uh, four hours I wish I had back. Uh, there were three or four good matches. Cody and Brock, which was just, you know, Brock Lesnar putting Cody Rhodes over, because that's what the wrestling business does. Um, Ronda Rousey had a shit show of, and I mean a terrible match with Shayna Baszler, quote, MMA rules, which was literally just them punching and air fisting each other. It was it wasn't great. It wasn't fun. It's just bad. I'll get to Ron in a second. But then there was this. The main event was a, a trial by combat, a tribal combat match, which by rule says there is no outside interference in the match at all, but no disqualifications. Yeah. It was Roman Reigns, the uh, thousand and fuck knows how long days as undisputed universal champion against Jey Uso. Um, If you don't know what the hell led up to this, I highly suggest you go back to Night of Champions or the the Royal Rumble back in January when this whole shebangle happened. When Sami Zayn took a chair to the back of Roman Reigns. I'll catch you up. Yeah, Sami Zayn hit Roman Reigns in the back back with a chair, steel chair, and that started this whole downfall of the quote-unquote bloodline faction. Uh, And then Night of Champions happened where Jimmy Uso super kicked Roman Reigns in the face, uh, and then SmackDown happened, and then Jey Uso super kicked Roman in the face. That was great. Both of them then super kicked Roman in the face, both Usos. Uh, that was delightful. And then at Money in the Bank, the paper the pay per view prior to SummerSlam. Uh, Jey Jey Uso and Jimmy Uso uh, did a tag team match with Roman Reigns and Solo Sokoa, who is ironically the Uso's younger brother. So there you go. Uh, Jey became the first man to pin Roman in three years. So that was nice. And then that's uh, their championship match at SummerSlam. So that was good. The match itself was okay. It was okay. Uh, totally just ignored the purpose of tribal combat, uh, where no outside interference at all. There was interference. And then Jim, Jimmy Uso basically turns on Jey Uso and cost him the match. So there you go. You're caught up, uh, which 
somehow will effectively lead to Cody Rhodes and Roman Reigns at WrestleMania 40 in Philadelphia this April. So, yeah. How? I don't know. But the wrestling fit, the, the, the internet wrestling community, or the IWC, uh, or however the fuck it's supposed to be, is very impatient, but yet people forget how the wrestling business works. Um, so, about that. Um, I don't, I, I, I've, I have stopped giving more of a shit about sports and wrestling, um, in that regard, when I say trust, I trust the process because I am just a dude behind a microphone speaking my mind, letting it come out, just talking about whatever's. And these people that run sports teams, you know, as the general managers, um, and the writers of WWE and AEW and so forth um, clearly know what they're doing because otherwise they wouldn't be getting paid millions of dollars to run this damn shit. Yeah. That being said, um, every time I see like, you know, the Seahawks, you know, making a free a better example, the Islanders. When the New York Islanders make a free make a move, they're like they they re-signed Oliver Wallstrom to a one year deal. Oh when I was Twitter went fucking nuts. What? You don't need to sign to a one year deal? Mean and then Pierre Engvall and Scott Mayfield both got signed to seven year contracts. What? Mayfield sucks. I'm like, okay, first of all. Lou Lamoureux, who's the GM of the Islanders, wouldn't be in the Hall of Fame if he didn't know what the fuck he was doing. I'm sure he does. Okay? So, uh, he's getting paid a salary of way times many more amount that you're making uh, in your life at this particular moment. Uh, Typing in your mama's basement at the Islanders. Because you think you can run a hockey team better than, granted, an 80-year-old, but at the same time, a Hall of Fame general manager in the NHL. Okay, good. Good for you, pal. Good for you. Um, So, yeah, I will always have this thought in the back of my head called Trust the Process. I trust the process of what they're doing. Uh, and that notion has not failed me. Yet. Yet. Keyword is yet. Um, so, yeah. I'm sure whatever WWE has planned for this bloodline faction which will somehow lead to Cody Rhodes winning the title at Mania. How exactly? I don't know. I have no idea. Figure something out, I guess. Um, 
shall see. By the way, because WrestleMania is in Philadelphia this year, uh, I would assume Paul Heyman's going to be inducted into the Hall of Fame because that's where ECW's birthplace is, Philadelphia. Just a brilliant idea, you know? It only make the most sense in the face of the fucking planet. You know? Just throwing it out there. No big deal. Um, I had a, I had something to say about Ronda Rousey. Uh, yeah, because she... There were rumors surfacing out that this could be, you know, Ronda's last wrestling match. You know, in general. She could just be riding off into the suns. I mean, good for her. Good for her. She's done what she's wanted to do. She's a multi she's one of the great female UFC champions ever. Um but there is a topic to be discussed. Whether or not she deserves to get into the WWE Hall of Fame. Um and the first woman that comes to my mind when I think of Ronda Rousey's career is Beth Phoenix, who is also in the Hall of Fame. Uh, and if you recall Beth Phoenix's resume, it's almost sort of, kind of, sort of identical to Ronda's. Uh, I mean, I, I have Ronda's statistics written down here. Uh, she is a three-time women's champion, two-time SmackDown women's champion, one-time Raw, uh... 2022 Royal Rumble winner, uh, main evented WrestleMania twice. By the way, yes, that's true. Main evented WrestleMania 35 with Charlotte Flair and Becky Lynch, winner take all women's title match, um, and WrestleMania 38 with Charlotte Flair. Technically, that was main event the night one. So I digress. Uh, yeah, Royal Rumble winner 2022, and she has won the women's tag team titles once. Uh, so, there's a very good argument for her to be a Hall of Famer. And her, the probably her biggest argument to get in is main event of WrestleMania 35. That... That main event does not fucking happen without Ronda. And I agree with Mick Foley, because he's the one that said it first. Also, Long Island's Island own Mick Foley. Uh, yeah, so that match does not happen without Ronda. Uh, it's most likely going to be Seth Rollins and Brock Lesnar. For the main event at that year's WrestleMania. That's probably what it's going to be. Because the sure shit wasn't Kofi and Daniel Bryan. Sure shit was not. That would have been cool, but it wasn't. It was not going to happen. That would have been cool, though. Let's be real. That would have been fucking awesome. Um... I, yeah, I, I don't. I don't blame people for saying Ronda sucks as a wrestler. She doesn't deserve to be a Hall of Famer. 
Meanwhile, her resume says otherwise. So if you're going to go by resume, Hall of Famer. You, there's not a lot of many. There's not a lot of women's wrestlers that can in WWE that can say, "Oh yeah, I won the women's title three times. I won the Royal Rumble. I made evented WrestleMania, and I'm a, and I won a tag team championship." Not a lot of people can say that shit. Also, kick the shit out of another Hall of Famer in Triple H in WrestleMania 34. Checkmate, bitch. Um, so speaking of wrestling, um, there are people that this is an old topic that I discussed AEW becoming TNA. Hold on, hold on, because if I dare say, criticize all elite wrestling. That fan base will attack me like a pack of chihuahuas. Well, you will, and you know it. Because AEW can do no fucking wrong. They're the best wrestling promotion ever. Okay. So, I will defend my argument and say this. What did TNA fuck up? What did they fuck up? I will tell you. TNA, at the time, had homegrown young talent. Granted, from different promotions sometimes, but also their own homegrown guys. Most notably, AJ Styles, Bobby Roode. Most notably those two. And then you can argue Samoa Joe, but he came from Ring of Honor, so we'll see about that. Um... They also had Sting, but he w- but he was from WCW. Kurt Angle um, spent more time in TNA than he did with WWE. Check it out. Uh, but ironically, he's in the WWE Hall of Fame. Jeff Hardy is a TNA legend. That is true. Jeff Jarrett. But if you watch... Like, if you look through the history of TNA, it is almost, and then merge it to what AEW is doing now, they are doing almost identically what TNA did, which is bring in ex-WWE guys and bury most of the young talent. Like, granted, CM Punk is a big money draw, but, like, hang mad on him page. He was a money he was a money draw before his title match with Kenny Omega. He was a money draw. I mean, probably the best example of this whole thing of, you know, pushing young talent is the current world champion, Maxwell Jacob Freeman. By the way, from Plainview, Long Island, thank you. And I mean they're, they're pushing young talent to a certain point. Yes. Chris Jericho, world champion there. John Moxley. I mean, you they, they were there was obvious young, good, good young talent. The acclaimed former tag team champions. Uh the Gun Brothers, Sons of Billy Gunn, they're fucking awesome. Uh 
Scorpio Sky. That like they really are. There's there's young talent there. That's really Thunder Rosa, Brick Baker, Jamie Hader. You know, Hikaru Shida. I mean, they're you know Chris Stratlander. You know, to a degree, Jay Cargill because you know she's kind of a stiff, but. I look at wrestling from the business side of things. Yes, and by the talent too. But from the business side of things, if what AEW is is continue, well, if AEW continues to do what the fuck they're doing, which is basically not you know doing almost what TNA did, ain't gonna go well. I'll tell you that. Uh, the worst they could do is bring in Vince Russo. And have him be the lead writer, but that's a whole fucking other joke. Um, but you're, you see a little bit of WWE realizing, oh yeah, we got all this fucking talent. Like, how many of us expected them to bring back Chelsea Green? Of all things, they brought back Carrying Cross. They brought back Braun Strowman. He's hurt, though. I mean, they brought back a bunch of people that are like, yeah, we're super fucking talented and should never have been released when we were. Braun Strowman, prime fucking example. You know, dude was a world champion. You know, Bray Wyatt, probably bad example, but you know what I mean. And look at dudes like L.A. Knight. The dude is as over as Daniel Bryan was like 10 years ago. Like... You know how hard that is? <laughs> the yes movement has been replaced with the yeah movement. Oh, Jesus, terrible. Terrible impersonation. But yeah, that's how over this man has become. I mentioned earlier that there are general managers that are getting paid millions of dollars to do their job. And I basically summed up to the lovely intelligent people of Twitter um, that, yeah, you think you can tell a general manager how to do their job. Okay. So, Brian Cashman has been the Yankees general manager uh, for almost three decades, essentially. Uh, he has something that I would like to call the Steinbrenner blood contract. Uh, this man is not getting fired. Uh, he is not going to get fired unless if he is somehow forced out or does something incredibly stupid outside of baseball. It's not happening. So... Uh, what they should do, the Yankees, they're not going to fucking do it. And I think you know what I'm going to say. Uh, it's not fire. It's not just fire Aaron Boone. It's fire Brian Cashman. They need a fucking retool. Now, again, brings in my argument of I'm just a dude behind a microphone. What the hell do I know about running a sports team? I don't. I'm just a dude behind a microphone. That's okay. But um, the future of the Yankees is cloudy. It's very cloudy. Um, I hope they do something uh, because, you know, it's starting to look 
not very good, and that's the problem. Because I am a Yankee fan, but I have foreseen this coming for years. When you try to hit home runs every game and not actually hit for base hits, uh, it's not going to work. Unless you proceed to hit 62 home runs every year, a la reigning MVP Aaron Judge. I digress. But the rest of the team is hitting like under 200. It's god-awful. The last time I saw it, it's god-awful. Anywho. So, Eric Carlson got traded recently to Pittsburgh from San Jose. He won the Norris Trophy with like 110 points as a defenseman. Great. Can he defend? Eh, probably. Probably not. I, but we shall see. So he got traded to Pittsburgh. The man got traded to Pittsburgh for uh, a bunch of crap. Bunch of crap. Um, I gotta find it. There it is. Uh, the Penguins have traded uh, for defenseman Eric Carlson. Uh, forward. Wait, what? Yeah, they've received Eric Carlson via San from the San Jose Sharks. Uh, Rem Pitlick from Montreal. Uh, Dylan Hamelock from San Jose. 2026 third round pick from San Jose. The Sharks receive from Pittsburgh. 2024 first round pick. Uh, Mikel Grenland, Jan Ruda uh, from Montreal. Yeah, they're involved here. Uh, Mike Hoffman. Uh, the Canadians receive a 2025 second round pick from Pens- from Pittsburgh. Uh, Jeff Petrie from the Penguins. Uh, Casey DeSmith. Uh and Nathan Laguerre from Pittsburgh. Uh, so essentially, Pittsburgh uh, got significantly older, and uh, they're going to be fucked in terms of salary for the next, I don't know, six years. Because uh, dude's getting paid $11.5 million to score 100 points and not defend for, to save his life. Because uh, that's essentially what you did. Uh, you paid for offense. Uh, but you can't. But you have no fucking defense. Uh, Chris Letang is a very good player. I'm not shying Chris Letang away. Uh, but that's essentially it. That's who you have on defense. Uh, you have Eric Carlson. Well, now you do. You you have Chris Letang, Eric Carlson. That's pretty much fucking it. Like Tristan Jari is not gonna save. Yeah, you a game every night. It's just not going to happen. Um, but Kyle Dubas is now the GM of the, of the Penguins. Um, uh, I give him credit. This is his first big fucking move. Um, I'm happy for him. Uh, you know, Toronto is a shit market. It's not kind to people. Um, especially young GMs. Who Dubas is. Uh, by the way, Kyle Dubas looks like 
he, he looks like he got stuffed in a locker a few times. He looks like that. I'm sure he's a great dude, though. Anyway. Pittsburgh, you fucked. What's up? What's going on here? Um, so, there is an ongoing discussion in international soccer, particularly in the women's side of things. So, who did the fucking United's, uh, U.S. women's national team lose to? It's fucking Sweden. Yeah, so, yeah, they got knocked out. The U.S. did. Uh, in the earliest in the World Cup in the history of the program. Like, in history. Uh, and they talked the most amount of bullshit. So, to sum it up, uh, their fucking woke bullshit that they like to push, uh, I'm sure it's probably just like one or two people, but let's still. Like, you talk the most amount of shit, and this is karma. This was full-on karma. And you know what? You deserve it. You fucking do. You deserve it. Um, but that's not why I'm talking about this. Um, I'm talking about this because uh, the WNBA does this as well, um, where these women demand equal pay to the men. Problem. How much revenue do you fucking bring in? Because I guarantee you, uh, outside of the international games, no one watches them. None. I know this is sort of a controversial topic, but it's fucking true. Um, how much revenue do you bring in? Let's look at the fucking WNBA as a whole. Um, how much... Does the WNBA, the women's NBA, bring in on a yearly basis? I guarantee you it's not even close to $100 million. I guarantee you. Google it. I dare you. Google it. I guess it's probably $50 million a year. And probably 10 of that is going to the players. Um, I'm sorry, but like, also, I, I also think that the average salary for a WNBA player is like $100,000, uh, so shut the fuck up. Um, I think most of us would like to get paid that per year to shoot a basketball. You know, if I got paid $100,000 a year to do this shit, I'd be doing a lot more. I also would be fucking complaining. That's like me saying, hey, I... It's like, hey, dude, I want 0.2% of Joe Rogan's advertising money. Like, the fuck? Like, I don't deserve that. I know I don't. Like... How much is, what is the average salary for an NBA player, for a starting NBA player? I guarantee you it's like 20 or $30 million a year. And that's the NBA. That's like the second biggest sports league, you know, in North America. 
behind the NFL. Like, do not give me star in the NFL contracts, but specifically quarterbacks, but that's an our topic for another time. Um, topic for another time. How much revenue do you fucking bring in? Okay. Uh, let's just say you bring in enough revenue as the WNBA, so we're not losing money, um, and therefore you get paid more. Because um, I guarantee you, well, I could probably name three WNBA players off the top of my head, and one of them is for the wrong reason. Uh, Sue Bird, well, she's retired, but, you know, probably not the best example. Uh, you know, who the fuck was it? Uh, who was on, who was on UConn? Who won like four national titles of UConn? I can't remember her name. Oh, God. Give me a second. I'm going to Google this real quick. Uh... New York Liberty best player Brianna Stewart thank you so yeah uh, Brianna Stewart that's one uh, Subert I just named you another she's retired but you know what I mean and fucking Brittany Griner that's it I don't even know who the... I, I mean, I can't name you... I can't name all the WNBA teams with, these, with the exception of one. And that was the aforementioned New York Liberty. That's it. I mean, the Seattle Storm, the Alcats, too. Fine. But... That's only because, you know, friends of the show, PNW Showdown, like... They're big on the they're big on the Seattle Storm up there in, in Washington because they followed them. Yeah. Hi, ladies. Good to hear. Hope to have you on the pod soon. Thank you. Um, but yeah, it's, shut the hell up. Like you get your money when you bring more revenue. Done. Problem solved. Shut up. Okay. Anyway, what's up? Uh. NFL preview discussion. Um, not a lot to talk about with that, but I will do a giant NFL preview show um, before the season starts, probably. Um, and I will probably, I will, I'm going to do seven playoff teams per, per conference. Pick the playoff teams, pick the Super Bowl matchup, and then pick the winner. That's it. That's what my dumbass is going to do. Last one. There is a delightful controversy in pop culture that I love to talk about, and that's over our good friend Lizzo. Lizzo, you know, the leader of the fat acceptance movement, um... If you don't know my backstory, I used to be, I was physically dying at like 340 pounds. I was eating everything in sight. 
um, and I was not okay, mentally or physically. I was not, and I lost a shitload of weight. I'm still in the process of losing weight. It's only been f- almost four fucking years, but, you know, what are you going to do? Um, and I'm, gonna, I'm not going to quote, I don't know everything at the top of my head, so I'm just going to type it out. Um... I'm just going to type out exactly what's going on. Um, So she has been sued um, for sexual harassment, I think. Um, This, she's got a good face, I'll give her that. But other than that, I don't understand the hype around her. I never understood her music because it's this is this is another problem I have with today's fucking generation, which is music sucks. Um so here we go. She has been sued for sexual harassment by six of her backup stand uh, backup dancers backup dancers um for you know, oh shit, this may be worse than I thought. Uh, failing to pay the employees and dancers, uh, discriminating against those who have been ill. Um, oh, Jesus Christ. So I was expecting, wow, I was expecting a lot worse. I was not... Okay, so, yeah, she has become a champion of plus-sized activism, however you want to call it. Um, So... I, I don't understand how to view this other than uh, the fuck... I, I don't I don't like her because of her I, because I'm not into music that way. I also don't hate her because I don't hate people that much. But I don't know enough of this lawsuit or of this controversy to speak my mind on it. So thankfully, I'm going to shut the hell up on it. So. I don't necessarily care, uh, and that's because I don't know about it enough. So, all I know is that this chick is being sued. That's it. By her dancers. Uh, This could be fun, and you never know. Oh, there we go, NBC. Uh, Lizzo sued over sexual harassment and hostile work environment allegations. Okay, that's fine. Uh, Create a hostile work environment, blah, 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 blah. Uh, Accused the singer of sexual harassment and creating a hostile work environment in a lawsuit filed on Tuesday. They also alleged that she pressured one of them to touch a new performer at an Amsterdam club. That's Amsterdam, doesn't fucking surprise me. Europe, uh, and subjected the group to an excruciating audition after leveling false accusations that they were drinking on the job. Sure. 
Uh, the dancers accused Lizzo, a performer known for embracing body positivity and celebrating her physique. Don't know why. Oh, that's why I know this. Calling attention to one dancer's weight gain and later berating and then firing that dancer after she recorded a meeting because of a health condition. So, okay. Uh, it gets better. Uh, the suit filed in the Los Angeles Superior Court. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Uh, deriding those who had premarital sex while uh, sharing lewd sexual fantasies, simulating oral sex, and publicly discussing the virginity of one of the plaintiffs being discussed in in the L.A. Superior Court. Wow. Okay, so she's a piece of shit and a hypocrite. Got it. Um... Makes sense, because, you know, uh, fame does that to you. What you going to do about it? Because um, you want the fame. Um, but, yeah, fuck you. You're a piece of shit. Um, it's also, you're a giant hypocrite in the literal term. <clears throat> I had to make that joke. I'm sorry. Uh, listen. I'm probably going to do these more because I enjoy recording these podcasts. These are fun. I love doing these. And um, this, I'm getting the drive back. I feel it. I feel myself getting that itch to do this again. So thank you for tuning in. My name is Daniel Smooth. This has been Time to BS with Daniel Smooth, coming to you from the beaches of Long Island, New York, and I hope to see you all in this life, or certainly the next one. Have a good one, guys.